Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff here once again with the Freedom Nation podcast. And today we've got a special guest on, uh, Josh Miller. He's out of Houston, Texas. He is a the head of a real estate brokerage company, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his story moving from the marketing world into real estate a few years back. So, Josh, welcome to the show, my friend. Man, I'm so excited to be here because I actually listened to your podcast. So I'm, I was like, yes, I'm going to be on. Awesome. So That's I've been awesome. Waiting for it. I've been waiting for a while. So I appreciate that, man. I, I've, it's just, it's fun. And I, I love what I do and, and I love having you on here. So we had a, a chance to talk a little bit beforehand. Just exciting to hear, you know, the growth of your brokerage. So uh, why don't you start off? Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. And I want to congratulate you by, by knowing how to say Epic Realty when we first started talking, <laughs> because, you know, it's spelled so correct. For those of you who don't not looking at a screen, it's E-P-I-Q-U-E, right? So so I hear it all. I hear Epic, Epic Q, Epic, uh, you know, I'm in Texas, so I hear Epic K. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I one lady about two weeks ago called it Epicqua. I, I, Epicqua. Okay. Well, that would be the, that'll be when you go to Louisiana. Right, It'll exactly. It's very, yeah. very French, you know. I was yeah. very French. So I was like, "Wow, that's really fancy. Maybe, maybe it should be Epicois. Uh But yeah, it's just it's just epic. We're just kind of obnoxious with our spelling. But uh, so so thanks for getting that right. Uh, but um, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm here in Houston, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, I don't remember your question, but <laughs> well, let's get your story. How did you uh, how did you go from the the marketing world to the realty world? Yeah, so I had a, a really, a really amazing job uh, in marketing, and I was doing marketing for four big companies. I was a CMO, chief marketing officer, uh, and so I was doing everything from building websites, and, and I'm a self-taught app developer, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was building apps and websites and billboards and radio commercials and TV and, and all of this really, really fun stuff, and it was a great job, and I loved it, but at the end of the day, it was kind of like, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate, kind of like a gilded cage, right? In yeah. a lot of ways. It was, it was great. I was making great money. Uh, my boss was the most amazing boss I'd ever had in my entire life, the owner of the company. Uh, and he he was just, and he's his friend now. He's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And and so, but at the end of the day, you know, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And if if you're an entrepreneur and you, you have that motivation, you know what I'm talking about. You just can't mm-hmm. not be an entrepreneur. And so, so uh, you know, an opportunity came to finally use my real estate license uh, and to mm-hmm. and to do real estate, uh, and I started doing it. And so okay. I started off doing real estate while doing this job because I didn't really have okay. a schedule. I, that was for my first question yeah. was, yeah, did you it was you did you start off doing that first? Yeah, because yeah. my job was project based, right? Okay, so marketing a lot of it's just you know everything's due yesterday, but it's project by project, <laughs> right? So, uh, so we're doing we're doing just these projects, and um, so if I had if I wasn't if I had time if I, I could go I would just go show houses and, and things. Mm-hmm. Like that. So I got a lot of experience doing that and I did that for quite a long time. And, uh, but then I decided I want to jump in, you know, with both feet and actually turn it into a career. And so I did that and, uh, it was, 
scary, of course, right? Because mm-hmm. I had this great job. And, and people are telling me, why would you leave this job? This is what people want. You have autonomy. You make money. You have a great boss. You know, and you actually enjoy your work. Like, why? And I said, I know, but I just want to do, you know, my yeah. own thing. And I, even if I fail, you know, I just don't want to yeah. do it. So, yeah. So I started doing uh, so I started doing real estate. And I was a real estate agent for a long time. Had nice. uh, a team here in Houston and, and it was great. And I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. And uh, until I kind of got the bug again, like, you know, am I on my own or am I part of somebody else's company? You know, mm-hmm. I started really sort of thinking about like, I'm at these brokerages and, you know, is this really my own thing or is I still just part of somebody else's thing, which is, which is fine. I was entrepreneurial enough. You're an independent contractor, right? That's mm-hmm. So, uh, but I also became aware of just a big hole missing in the industry and there were a few things that that i found out about in the industry i just they didn't sit right with me and i was like i think some of this is just i think most if you're not a real estate agent you have absolutely no idea how some of this actually works with a real estate brokerage because I, i've heard so many people who who say oh you work with that company oh they're a good company and and i hmm. hired an agent from their company for that reason i'm thinking that's not how that works you know yeah. Or I'll see on movies where a real estate agent gets called into their boss's office. They're trying to get a promotion, and they called their boss's office and reprimanded. I'm thinking, you no promotion. You're yeah. <laughs> what are you promoted to? Your boss. Guess what? You're boss. a realtor. <laughs> yeah, you're an independent contractor. There's no promotion. What are they going to promote you to? You work for yourself. Yeah, essentially. And then you know, then you're going to get reprimanded. What are they going to do? You know what I mean? They're they they could let you go. You'll just go to a different. Real estate program. Yeah. So it would, and most of the time, people have already left before that happens, anyhow. So yeah, exactly. And then also, like, are they going to call you into this office? Most of them are never even in the office, and you know, mm. some most brokerages nowadays don't even have offices. So yeah, it's just when you see it on TV, it's like, eh, okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. I own uh, co-working spaces, and I've got four real estate brokerages that work out of my office. Yeah, you okay. know, in one office, and you know, I mean. You may see an agent once in a blue moon, but I mean, they it's basically just a location for them to yeah. say, okay, in the MLS, they have a location. It's Yeah. And it's because it's, it's it, real estate used to be an office job because they used to have yeah. real estate offices on busy streets. Like in, mm-hmm. in, when I lived in Boston, you would see this because people would walk by and they would come and they'd look at listing sheets on the window and they'd oh, come yeah. and talk to an agent, right? And there was also a time where you'd go to the office with your agent and you'd look through this big book, a listing book, right? Mm-hmm. And it'd be all the homes that were listed. Well, then there's this new thing that maybe all of you have heard of. It's called the internet. Uh, and that replaced the big book because yeah. websites where you could just show the homes. Mm-hmm. And now you could just go to a million different websites and just look at houses, right? Uh, so you don't need to go in to look at the book. Well, then people were still going in the office to sign paperwork because you need mm-hmm. a signature on things. Sure. Well, for about 20-something years now, we've had DocuSign. Mm-hmm. And now customers expect it. And yeah. They expect it. And every real estate deal now is just done through DocuSign or, or mm-hmm. something similar like zip forms or something. But but uh, a DocuSign situation uh, that people expect to be able to do right from their phone. They just yeah. Want it. They want the convenience of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everything's all, you know, money's being wired. There's no dropping off checks. So there really just is no need to go into mm. an to an agent's office anymore. So it's become the situation where a real estate agent you've become it's become a field position. You're in the field, yeah. so you are showing houses. You are at listing appointments, looking at homes that where they want to sell it, um, or you're you know you're you're meeting a client usually at some kind of house for some reason. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, and if you have some work, you're doing it from your laptop on your couch or in your homemade office or, or at a co-workspace. You know, we have yeah. agents who do that just because maybe their house is a little hectic. There's a lot of kids or, mm-hmm. or you know, distractions. And so they, they enjoy a workspace. Sometimes I think it's just for them to get away from the, everybody and, okay, I just need a place to go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. So there's a benefit in that way, but it's never a place you'll meet a client. And you know, it's funny, yeah. it's because of the way TV has made it out to be. When I interview a brand new agent, they're the only ones who ever ask me the question, what about an office? Because <laughs> if you've been an agent for longer than a year, they're not asking because they don't care because they're never going to go. Hmm. It's only the new ones like, oh, I want to go in the office and shadow somebody. I'm like, no one's at an office. Yeah, <laughs> there's no shadowing here. And they want to shadow like a, um, a, a top agent. I'm like, top agents are not at home. They're on listing appointments. Yeah. And they are, or they're they're showing homes. They are not... And if they have any free time at all, they're trying to have a life. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to go into an office and just spend their week. Yeah. yeah, because they guess what? They get to do they get to be out when everybody else is off work. So they're they don't have a life with their families. Right. So they so it's like a Tuesday and they're trying to chill for a minute, yeah. you know, because they just had a crazy weekend, you know? Yeah. Uh but or a busy weekend. But yeah, the only people who are at offices are support staff for your brokerage. Sure. Right. So your marketing yeah. people, your your, you know, your your support people. But but yeah, it's it's just it's something totally, totally different than than most people even realize. But there's more to it. There's a, a weird side uh, of real estate that people don't know that only agents kind of see. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. So when I first got my license, I, I went to interview uh, with this brokerage, and I'm not gonna say what company. Let's just say it's a really big company, okay? Yeah. Uh, and they are well <laughs> known for their training, okay? There's a yeah. really big company, so they take on a lot of new agents. So. Uh, they said, you know, can you come in for an interview? So what do I do? I put on like a nice suit. I'm like dressed up. I have a list of questions that I found on the internet to ask. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask all these questions. So I, I go up there and to my shock, there were 12 other people there for an interview all at the same time. It was a group interview. Okay. Mm. So oh God. Like, okay, well, this is weird. Um, and so one thing that you don't realize until you, until after school is you think, that they're going to interview you for your their brokerage, hmm. big companies. What you don't realize is they basically they were going to take me if I had as long as I had a license, ninety nine dollars and a heartbeat, <laughs> I was in. <laughs> and so these people are not interviewing agents to bring on the best people. They're bringing on whoever. Now, if it if you turn out to be terrible, they can of course let you go, right? Hmm. If you breaking rules, breaking laws, whatever. Yeah. They can, no, but they're not pre-screening you, right? You have your license no. pre-screened by the state. So you're, you have no criminal background. You know, all that's already checked by the state. So they know if you have your license, that part's good. But they're not. If you have 100 bucks, you're in. Mm. And so, so I'm there, very confused. And so the lady tells us literally nothing about the company. I guess she just expected they were so famous that they would never need to tell anybody what they actually do. Uh. So I, of course, I have my long list, right? 30 questions. Mm-hmm. Crazy nobody's ever asked him a question before either so. sure I, absolutely so she said does anybody have any questions right and i'm like i looked out of my paper i'm like i got 30 every person in the room it's crickets right nobody has a question and i'm like oh great i gotta be that guy yeah i with 30 questions <laughs> so i was like all right i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask something you know so i raised my hand and i said okay let me let me just i'll just ask one. i have one i'll just ask the one and so the question was you guys are getting 30 percent of my commission Mm. You're getting another 6% for a franchise fee. Don't know what that means. Uh, mm. And then you guys are giving me 10% for a coach that I have to pay for because I'm a new agent for the first year. 
There we so go. Forty six percent plus there's all these other like little fees like you know insurance fees and and uh, broker review fees, compliance fees, whatever. It's basically half. Yeah. So I guess my question is, are you guys going to be doing half the work or? I mean, or is this more like the government where, like, I pay in and I don't necessarily... I don't really get anything back out of it. Yeah. How does, you know... And she kind of laughed a little bit at me. She was like, yeah, no, no. We're not going to be doing your work for you. You're an independent contractor. You know, this is, you know, your job. But if you have any questions, let us know. We'll be glad to help. And then I realized, so not only... Are they not doing? And you know, by the way, what did I know? I had been an agent for like six seconds. Okay, mm-hmm. I had no clue. And so, um, I I I realized that uh, not only is is there no standards to bringing people in, mm-hmm. um, for one, for two, their ability to help me was was reactive. So it's mm-hmm. based on me having to reach out to them with questions. Right? Okay. No way. No, not really told how to reach out. Found out later that I could reach out via email. Uh, and that I would be let I would be replied to within two to three days, which, by the way, is terrible when you have a client saying, How does this, what happens if I want to do a 1031 exchange? And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah, you're like, oh, what? Oh, let me, you know, I don't, I'm not really sure I haven't done one of those, but I can check with my broker. And then you send them an email and then you have yeah. to, like, you know, 72 hours later, which is terrible, right? Because it, you just look stupid and not only do you look stupid you look like you have no one to turn to either so yeah. it ends up with a lot of agents and my story by the way is not unique what yeah. happens is you end up learning on the job and mm-hmm. your real teacher becomes google yeah right so i, I took the, their class in this initial class when you first become an agent for that brokerage they were known mm-hmm. as the training brokerage i took it was three-day class in which they basically just taught me how to market myself that was <laughs> it not how to be an agent i learned how to knock on doors i learned how to um, call and harass my friends and family, my sphere of influence. Um, I learned, you know, I learned basically that kind of stuff, but not how to actually be an agent, right? Mm-hmm. And not any tips or anything like that. You know, they went over ethics and all the stuff so that they won't get sued one day. So mm-hmm. all the stuff I shouldn't do so that they don't get sued. That's what I learned. Then they said, well, we have this other class you could take. It's a week long. Uh, and I said, oh, okay, maybe I should take that. And they're like, yeah, it's $1,500. <laughs> I'm like, I joined you guys because of the training. Now you're telling me it costs money, right? $1,500. You didn't realize we're not really a real estate brokerage. We're actually a training company. Pretty much. I, I definitely <laughs> felt like I was the product. Yeah. Right. So I was like, they're selling training. They're selling sponsorship. They're they're selling a bunch of things. And so this is not what I thought it was going to be, where I was going to be a part of a, a company that cared that we're all a team and we're all working together. And I got a supervisor who's got my back and a coach who's yeah. there to help and all that stuff. And it didn't feel like that. And so, you know, I, I floated around. I went, so that's, by the way, this is not a unique story and this is not unique mm. to this one brokerage. I found out this is just how the industry works. Yeah. And, uh, and so the idea, the way that it works uh, is that it is a sink or swim environment mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's okay. I, I'm fine with that because I, I actually kind of enjoy that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. But it's a sink or swim environment. When you, but the problem is when you have a sink or swim environment, the only people who survive are sharks. Yeah. Right? Because they can swim. Mm-hmm. Right? They can swim all day and they'll make it. And what happens is that well, the problem Well, is, and if you know anything about sharks, they have to keep swimming. Otherwise, they drown. Yes. So. <laughs> they or they'll drown and they gobble up all the little fish around them. Yeah. And the problem is that most real estate agents are not sharks. People get their mm-hmm. license. There are people... You're, they're your your aunts, your uncles, 
your people you go to church with, people you go to, you know, people you're friends with, ex-coworkers who get their license. These are just regular people, right? Mm. Who are trying to also put bread on the table and try to provide for their family. Yeah. And but what happens is that they get gobbled, all the deals get gobbled up by these sharks. And, and it just makes it really hard for these people who, they are great agents. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how to be sharks. Okay. And then you think, okay, well, maybe sharks are better for the buyers. Yeah. A lot of times the sharks that I know, they're in it for the next deal. They're not yeah. necessarily in it for their clients. I know a lot of people who aren't sharks. And when they have a client, it's everything. It's about that client. They will work their butt off for that client. They'll put in the late, late hours on one one person. Hmm. And so so it doesn't really equate being a shark is fine, nothing against that. But it doesn't equate to being a good agent. Hmm. Right? Um so you know just because you you do a lot of business doesn't make you a great agent. Just like Taco Bell being the number one Mexican food restaurant doesn't make it the best Mexican food. Yeah. It just happens to be the number one. Just means they have a lot of them. They just right. do a lot of business. Yeah. Okay? That's all it means. All right. So so there's not this kind of equation. There are sharks or great ones or terrible ones. Then there are regular agents who are great and terrible. Right. It's an individual mm. thing. Uh, but but anyway, so so uh, so it's a very reactive kind of environment, uh, mm. a swim environment in which um, there's no hand up really. And there was no real proactive help. Mm. And so, so we were coming up with the idea for for Epic. Um, the idea was like, what would it look like? Hear me out. This is going to sound crazy. What yeah. would it look like if the brokerage did some work? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know it's crazy. I know this is shocking and all. I know, but... I, I went too far, okay? I'm, I'm dreaming big here. What would it look like if the brokerage actually did something? Mm-hmm. Anything. <laughs> and so, uh, so that was that. And then what would happen instead of being reactive... The agent has to reach out to us with a question. We were proactive and we reached out mm-hmm. to them. What would that be like? Could we do that? How, how does that look? Mm-hmm. And so uh, so we started devising the way the way that we we kind of do this. It took us about a year to a year and a half just to build the structure of something that had never been done. The idea was to take this top-down situation where you have mm-hmm. the broker owner. By the way, if you're in a big company, big international known company, chances are you're at a franchise. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. a there's a broker owner. And, and they run things kind of the same, you know, their own way. And every office is completely, you know, I've seen different offices and they are ran totally different sometimes. So, uh, so don't, you can't really go by the name. That's why people are like, I go by that name. I'm like, why? I mean, every yeah, office yeah. is different, you know? So, <laughs> uh, but and then there's teams inside offices, inside companies, yeah, that yeah. team may be that, off. They run differently from everybody else. Yeah. They run their own thing. So they have their own technology, their own benefits, their own everything they do for their clients, totally different than the office, which is totally different than the company. Right. Mm. So you never know. You have to just interview people. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I uh, I was like, OK, so what what, it, what what would this look like? What what could we do? What work could we do for the agents? You know, and uh, and so we just started coming up with a long list of just like a wish list. Right. Like we're agents. That, mm. this is a, you know, What would this company look like if agents created their own brokerage? Right. And, and we just gave ourselves whatever we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what that look like, right? So then it started off with like, how about uh, some free leads? You know, buyers and sellers looking for people. And a lot of agents don't realize that'll be the hardest part of your job is finding yeah. people who actually it's want marketing. Yeah, you actually have to find people. I actually had one guy who interviewed with me a couple months ago, and he said, um, I, "I said, so what makes you get into real estate?" He goes, "Well, you know, selling cars." And I thought I would sell <laughs> something more expensive. And I said, "Well, 
okay i mean it makes sense you know it, it requires some kind of people skills and sell cars i was like but you you know that this is going to be totally different he goes well, i figure it's gonna be about the same and so when you sell cars you're at a dealership people come in mm-hmm. to buy a car that you have yeah. You okay. you don't go out and find those. Oh yeah, I was like, imagine <laughs> that you had to sell cars, but there was no lot mm. at all, and no office, and you were just at home trying to sell cars. Yeah, where? How do you do that? You have to go knock on doors and say, "Hey, would you like to buy a car?" Mm. Now you are a realtor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the first thing we said was, "What would it be like?" You know. Okay. So what, what do we want? And so the first thing was like, "All right, leads. Right. Mm. Provide leads. Now that's not unique. There are plenty of teams not a lot of brokerages very very few brokerages uh like less than one percent that actually provide leads mm-hmm. um and you can get these leads well, the, they'll sell them to you but yeah and so well usually it's teams and mm-hmm. what they'll do is um you, you know you can buy your own leads for companies like zillow and truly and stuff like that that's why i tell people don't go and i don't want to badmouth anybody but i will say when you go to these big sites like this and you put in your your information they're selling your information to me, to us, to agents. They sell yeah. your phone number, your email address, your name, and everything you've looked at to the highest bidder. Okay. Yeah. So I would just say, think about it. You yeah. should whose website you're on. Okay. Because these really big companies, they're into data mining. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they're going to take you and sell you up to the highest bidder. And a lot of times what happens is when you when you as an agent sign up to get like Zillow leads or something, uh, is you you buy a zip code. Hmm. And you get all the leads from that zip code, but you share it with nine other agents. So it's yes. 10 per zip code. So when you go to Zillow and you set up a new account and you start looking at homes, you're going to get a whole bunch of calls. You know why? Yeah. Because 10 people have paid for that zip code. Yeah. So they not only sold your information, they sold it 10 times. So <laughs> and you're just going to get hammered nonstop until... For sure. for sure, for sure. So I want to use my marketing background to help us get leads, right? So I... Okay. I cheap ways to get leads instead of buying them from one of these big companies we generate them ourselves right so nice so we provide leads directly to our agents so we're like well what else it's like well we could install their signs for them you know that's kind of a pain in the butt to go out mm-hmm. there and so we're actually physically out there hammering signs into the ground and hanging signs and then with home sales picking up and storing them mm-hmm. uh, then we're like well we'll also pay for the signs and it's like well the posts are expensive posts are like a hundred bucks we'll pay for that okay let's pay mm-hmm. for that so it became listing photos signs sign installation and removal uh, uh listing photos we, we got a photographer who, who started doing stuff then it's like in leads and then the list got crazy they were mm-hmm. like okay let's add a bunch of stuff what else we got it's like how about a how about a car wash membership keep your car clean because you don't have any clients you don't want to show up in a dirty car okay cool so now our agents have like unlimited you know car wash our car washes or whatever right so then it was like you know what else what else can we offer now of course, there's like, you know, big benefits that would be, mm-hmm. you know, really, really cool, uh, like like healthcare, And I will okay. talk about that because we did just add that. Brilliant. Last week, actually. But we wouldn't offer things like daily training, you know, okay. daily live training. Uh, we also wanted to have one-on-one mentorship. So I told you about how the first broker I went to, they had a coach. Let me mm-hmm. tell you about this. So I said, okay, I have a coach. That's cool. Awesome. I... I was like, how do I get in contact with my coach? Like, well, you get a link and you can schedule on her calendar. So I click on her calendar and I schedule it and it's, you know, like two weeks away. So I schedule my appointment. And then it was like, that's the way it was. I was only allowed to meet with her once a week at most. And there was no way to call her or text her or get a hold of her or anything. And um, so I would, it it wasn't coaching. You know what it was? Real estate therapy. Because I go into her office and I'd lay on her couch and I tell her about all the problems I had all week long with real estate or all the last two weeks, whatever. 
And then she would take all that information. She'd feed me back some good advice. Right? <laughs> that was it. It was real estate therapy. It was not real estate coaching or mentoring. Right. So, uh, so it was, it was a little different. Uh, so we wanted to have mentors. Like how, okay. do, how do we have like, so we are the first brokerage to offer um, completely free coaching. Okay. Uh, so we actually have nice. hired coaches, mentors, and we let them do one-on-one. So the the uh, the mentors actually have to, they supply their cell phone number. So nice. call them, text them, meet up with them. This is like a one-on-one person that you have. So no longer do you have to schedule two weeks in advance to have a 30-minute mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, you can actually just call. I got a question. Text, hey, I got a question. Yeah. Right. So we want to have like that kind of that kind of level of support. Now, are these uh, are these uh, mentors? Are they producing agents as well, or are they some, just some straight? Are, up? Not really. Not really. Uh, okay. So we have like one where he still kind of does some stuff on the side, but he doesn't actually do anything for uh, like traditional real estate. He also has an investment thing where he buys and flips homes. I guess. Okay. Side, uh, but these people. I mean, they were hired to do this. Mm-hmm. They, they That's great. And we interviewed, we, you know, a lot of places when you get a mentor, they didn't hire this person. I was at another brokerage where anybody could be a mentor. All you had to do was take an online class. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they had a little quiz. And you take the quiz. And now you could be a You're mentor. You're a mentor. <laughs> you could be a mentor. I met people who had been mentors. They had only had their license for a year. I'm like, how are you a mentor? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And. And, and it's also usually pretty limited, right? So that brokerage, it's also a very, very top three brokerage. They, that lets anybody be a mentor pretty much, uh, as long as you take the quiz. Uh, and uh, they, you only have them for three deals, three. And you're paying for them. 10% of your commission goes to that person, right? So three deals. And I'm like, you really think you're going to learn anything after three deals? <laughs> you might not learn anything after three years. Yeah. You know, you're still going to have a lot of questions. So, so ours, <laughs> we wanted ours to be forever. And that's what I nice. So it's forever. You always have a mentor. Even if you're a seasoned agent, it's good to have a coach because yeah. there's always another level we're all trying to get to in our careers. Mm. So there's this next level that you'll want to get to. And that's what a mentor can help you do. So That's brilliant. So we added that in. Uh, we added in transaction coordinators. These are people who do paperwork. Our agents don't have to do any paperwork. We have people mm. who do paperwork for them. They're <laughs> just that's like awesome. crazy. Right. So we offer the that, the leads, the listing photos, the yard signs. Lock, we offer the little lock boxes that go on doors. We also pay for any continuing education. You know, most professional positions have some kind of state mandated continuing education. So we pay mm-hmm. for all that. The car washes. We po- we do social media management for them. We post the social media for them. We run ads for them and pay for it. I mean, we just do so much. So this year, this past 2022, we added a crazy amount the last quarter. Okay. So now we do uh, digital billboards. So wow. have billboards now, which is like, phew, crazy i've never seen a brokerage do a billboard for an agent i've seen them do it for themselves like you know yeah. come, this brokerage is the best yeah come them. come over here and and yeah bring your business your book of business to us but yeah yeah but they might have a billboard that says you know number one home place or whatever but nothing for their agents like you never okay. see what we do um for agency i'll individual their own local like billboard right so so that was one like really really cool thing that we got to add this year we also started paying for things like headshots and stuff like that but the biggest one the the granddaddy of benefits what is the biggest benefit you could possibly imagine a company offering because it's also the most expensive yeah yeah right healthcare and healthcare is just uh 
it's very expensive. It's very hard to get. Um, a lot of people are very confused by how it works. It's always complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we well, and it's difficult in a in a, uh, a contractor's more or a contractor's environment because you you can't do group plans as easily. And... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And so so a lot of brokerages now offer basically like a group discount plan, right? You're on right. some kind of group discount plan for that brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. And it's usually pretty comparable to what you could get in the you know healthcare.gov kind of you know situation mm. uh so it's usually pretty comparable maybe a little bit less you know because you're part of a group but it's going to be pretty comparable you're still going to have the same crazy deductibles you're going to have all this stuff and it's going to take you weeks to see your doctor and just kind of like what normally sucks about healthcare, right yeah so um i actually so we've been looking and looking and looking for a situation to solve our, our issue of wanting to offer some healthcare, and this all came because i personally um found a local doctor in houston okay who does uh, direct primary care. Yep. Direct primary care is just for you guys who don't know, is something that insurance cannot give you. Uh-huh. It's What it is, is if you don't know, it is direct access to your doctor. So, and what I, and, and, and these direct primary care physicians, they don't take on five, 6,000 patients. Uh-huh. A normal doctor's office, the reason it takes you three weeks to get in and you have to go in, there's some rude receptionist that makes you wait in the lobby for, for an hour to only wait in the room for 30 minutes for your doctor to come in to see him for five minutes. Yep. Uh, that situation is because they take on five, 6,000 patients. Mm-hmm. Right? So direct uh, primary physicians, they just take on a, a couple hundred people. Yep. They don't hire really any support staff. Usually they, uh, if it's, they do, it's one person, you know, like a, a nurse or something want to help them with something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they only take out a couple hundred people instead of several thousand. Yeah. They don't work with insurance people. They just, you just pay them directly. And mm. so I found this direct primary care physician. It was costing me, you know, a little over a hundred bucks a month to have nice. direct access to a doctor. I could just call. Yeah. Just call like the old days, you know, you're like, Hey doc, yeah. got a question, you know, I could I, I joke cause I, I've used a direct primary care physician for years. They, they were friends of mine from the business world. Yeah. I always joked with her husband at the, the, she's the doctor and the husband's a, he's a, a, a professor at UT. Oh. Yeah, he's a finance professor. And so he came up with this concept and all that. And I said, yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, the old days of, you know, the doctor kind of doing house calls and all that. And he goes, yeah, we just don't get paid in chickens, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three chickens, please. Yeah. Three chickens. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. No. And, and it's, and it's great. great. It allows them to have kind of a, a steady income, right. With the, yep. without having to have the billing staff. Right. Cause that's correct. Yeah. They lose money on this. That's why they have to take on thousands of people. Yeah, uh, and so uh, insurance doesn't pay out or, or something. Well, yeah, insurance typically pays in like 120 days. So I mean, yeah. and the medical billings are complicated. You have to hire specialists yep. for it. It just gets very complicated. So, uh, so these people they just have some kind of like automatic monthly thing or whatever. So um, anyway, so I signed up with a, a primary care physician. Told him a little bit about my company. And, uh, and I told him how cool I thought direct primary care was. And he said, well, you know, if you ever look for your company, I actually might have a solution for you because we mm-hmm. work with this other company. And at this point, by the way, I don't want to say we'd given up on healthcare, but we'd gotten yeah. very distracted by other things and thought, okay, well, that we'll just, let's put a pin in this because it seems very complicated. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can figure this out. Yeah. So I got in contact with this company and what, what they're able to do for us was allow us to give all of our agents direct primary care. Brilliant. So um, it, it, now it's virtual. So, yeah. but, and people are familiar with virtual doctors like Teladoc, but that's where you always mm. just get a different doctor, right? You get on there, yeah. and somebody, they pop up on your screen. You're like, hey, here's my problem. Yeah. Uh, this is direct primary care with your local doctor. Right? Nice. 
you get a local doctor. And so, uh, so you can kind of, you could text them, you can call them and you can get same mm-hmm. day appointments, which is the, the benefit of direct primary care, right? Same yep. day. Uh, and so, so you have that, that, that direct relationship with them. Uh, and so, and then in addition to that, the agents are now getting kind of built into this because it's a whole package. In mm-hmm. addition to that, they're getting 24-7 virtual urgent care. So it's outside okay. doctor hours, right? Uh, the, the, you know, doctors have their normal office hours. If it's outside mm-hmm. of the office hours, uh, you can do – it's like a teledoc situation, right? You're seeing yeah. whatever doctor and you're like, should I go to the hospital? Does this look weird? You know, <laughs> can you prescribe me some antibiotics or something, right? And mm-hmm. they'll relay whatever happens to your regular your regular direct doctor. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so it's it's those two. But then we are able to add free prescriptions to this. Brilliant. This covers over a thousand prescriptions. Mm-hmm. It's the top ninety-five percent prescribed medicines in in the United States. That's all amazing. Covered, all yeah. part of it, right? Uh, and so, and for the other five percent of prescriptions that aren't the most common, those you get a discount card. You get it like eighty percent mm-hmm. off. So yeah. it's, it beats GoodRx like seventy percent of the time. It's very very. Brilliant. Very cheap. Uh, and so, uh, but all of it is just kind of included. The, the top 95% are all just included. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, free mental health, virtual mental health. So it's kind of like nice. better help kind of situations, right? Yeah. You, you get a different doctor, you get like, a, or you get a, a licensed, you know, therapist or whoever. You choose. Yeah, you don't have to go in and lay on your mentor's couch anymore. And... Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you have, so you get all of this and these are people you choose. You choose the doctor. You Brilliant. Choose, you choose the therapist. You, you get the, your prescriptions, your doctor calls them right into the prescription. They mail them to you for free. Mm. Uh, or if it's emergency ones, they can call them into your local pharmacy and pick them up. But uh, anyway, so all of that. And so we, we sat there and thought, okay, how do we, how do we do this? This is a great opportunity, mm-hmm. but it's still expensive, right? Yeah. It's still expensive. Even though we made it into a package of mm. four different things. And, and, and if we force, if we force everyone to get it, then, then it will be whatever. So, um, I guess it's kind of like when there's a will, there's a way. So mm-hmm. we eventually just kind of figured out uh, because we were like, well, we can subsidize 85% of it. That was a long mm-hmm. time. Really. So like they're going to have to pay this much and it's not much. It's cheap. It's great. But yeah. at the end of the day, I just couldn't get this out of my mind that, and, 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 you know, we just couldn't get out of our minds basically that we wanted it to be free. Yeah. And uh, we figured it out, man. It is now. That's awesome. 100% free. That is awesome. Um, we actually have people filling out stuff now in order to get it. It should be February, the end of February, probably February 28th, about time this probably airs. But agents are going to get completely free direct primary care, completely free prescriptions, completely free mental health visits, and completely free. That's fantastic. Yeah, so all they need is a catastrophic care policy and they're they're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, or, or like a health share. I don't yeah. know how people don't know about health share. I have health yeah. share. It's amazing. Yeah. Because I know. It's a nonprofit company. They cover everything. It's mm-hmm. they cover what your insurance co- covers. Uh, and I will say this because legally it's not insurance, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it, to me it's better because you don't have to be within their little network. You actually can go anywhere. Yeah. I actually went to the hospital and the lady was like, uh, she goes, who's your insurance provider? And I said, uh, well, I have a health care plan. She didn't yeah. bat an eyelash. She goes, which no. one? She, they're so used to hearing it. It's become so ubiquitous. Well, you don't have to go anymore. And, oh, well, I'm a cash payer and all this stuff. I mean, most of them now, I mean, I've worked with health shares and, you know, you, they give you a card just like normal and you just yeah. hand it to them and you exactly. know, they take care of it. Yeah, it's it, take care of it. It's a, the difference is they pay, you know, versus the insurance companies that are, well, you have to code this and that and then we won't pay. And we will pay if this, if that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's and, amazing. 
and yeah, and you don't have to choose a hospital or a doctor. It's a network and all that stuff. And that will pay for things like if you need a CT scan or if you need an yeah. MRI, you need labs, you need whatever. All that will pay for all of that. Uh, so uh, and then I was worried about what would happen if you want to see your doctor in person, you know. And yeah. so, so I, I asked my doctor uh, through this program. I was like, so what if I want to see you in person? Because we're both here in Houston, you know. Yeah. And uh, he goes, it's just a $49 in-person visit if you want to come okay. see me once i was like cool so i did go see him in person okay. uh we had a lot to talk about <laughs> so like, i i go see him in person and i go i was like okay i need it at the end i'm like okay i need to pay he's like ah don't worry about it i'm like oh. <laughs> so i'm like so we were like is it easy to see a person a doctor in person? i was like i guess it depends on your doctor my doctor was pretty cool about it he didn't care yeah. he's like ah don't worry about it you're good so anyway that healthcare thing is a big game changer. No oh, brokerage has ever offered anything even close to it. All they've ever been able to do is group discount plans. That's the most mm-hmm. anybody's been able to accomplish is just getting a group discount insurance. Yeah. And that's that's it. And so yeah. So so that so that those are just, you know, some of the big benefits. I told you we're kind of making our wish list uh, of mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and, yeah. and things were on it. And just slowly one by one we've been adding That's them. fantastic. Yeah, that is fantastic. We started off with a lot. We also started off with a lot of um, technology. My background, like I said, is in marketing, but I, yeah. also, you know, I'm also very big into technology. So I, I started teaching myself how to make apps in 2008. Okay. The first app store, uh, you know, uh, the first SDK, the software development mm-hmm. kit, came out from Apple in 2008 uh, with the with the second iPhone, and mm-hmm. uh, I taught myself how to do that. Shortly thereafter, Google came out with their SDK. I ta- taught myself how to make apps. And so mm-hmm. I was making apps and websites and, and, and learning coding and, and just so much. And yeah. so we've definitely brought all of that into Epic. So now we have Perfect. AI. We implement ChatGPT, for those of you who've heard about that. Okay. It's amazing. It's been making headlines recently. Uh, we've, we've implemented Google's AI system. We, we have ChatGPT enabled, like our own versions of it, uh, enabled for agents. It automates an impossible amount of things. From anything you have to write to anything you have to do, it, it, it automates a lot. So... So it's cool. It's it's a it's a different concept because we have mm. taken the agent and put them at the true center of the brokerage. Yeah, which is I mean, usually they're at the bottom of the the pile and oh the minions, right? Yeah. I think a lot of brokerages look at the agents as the minions. They do yeah. all the work and the company takes all the credit. Yeah, right. Oh, we're number one in in this state for like well your agents are you're not anything yeah. you're just there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, it, the agents do all the work, and the agent and the company takes all the credit and half the money. It's just so crazy. So we take Amazing. a much small, small, very small percentage compared to mm-hmm. what the larger brokerages do. But we're actually an agent-owned company, which really? is very different. So uh, yeah, so all of our agents are shareholders in the company. You get shares okay. when you join. You get shares when you sell something. You know, when you hit certain metrics, you get shares. You know, it's it's constant. You're always earning in the company. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. So all of our agents are owners in the company, which is also pretty different. That's genius uh, kind, of, kind of mentality. So we, I like to say, everybody here is uh, is an employee. The agents are in charge. We're just the employees. Uh, yeah. You know, we all kind of work for them. And sometimes it, we even say that, like when we're talking to an agent and they have an issue, and they're like, "Oh, you know, thank you so much for your help fixing this." We'll say, um, "We work for you." You know, yeah. I, I work for you. So, so yeah, and we we're owners in the same company. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. So, yeah. and uh, you know, it's it, it's and the agents usually give us a lot of great ideas too of how we can yeah. pick up it and grow the company. So that's phenomenal. So, um, what's what's you know, you're you're in what states now? Is it just Texas or? 
Yeah, so ch- well, okay, so we're, it's going to be a little bit of an announcement here. Yeah. So we uh, we um, so we started in Houston and Austin. Our our broker operations. He's in Austin, mm-hmm. and I'm in Houston. And uh, the other uh, people who who founded the company with me uh, are two people. I have a twin sister. She is uh, nice co-founder of the company, uh, Janice uh, Delsed, uh, and then my husband, uh, Christopher Miller, is a co-founder, okay. and and he does the most okay i would say he's probably the hardest working person at the broker for sure uh but he keeps us in line which is okay uh he's he's a taskmaster kind of situation so he keeps (laughs) us in line when we're flying off the handle just going you know doing whatever you know because i have a lot coming up with all these things you're giving away to everybody yeah he's he's gonna read us back in like whoa 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 you want to we actually have to make some money here too guys yeah 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 for sure and this actually just happened yesterday because i was talking about this new idea i had and i was like we're yeah. gonna do this and he got he's got kind of angry and i was like what is your problem and he's like he said he goes we don't have the money for that that's what that's gonna be i'm like yeah but we'll figure it out like yeah you know like it's just a different company what could it cost a couple hundred thousand i mean we'll figure it out mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, yeah, no, this could take a lot of time, a lot of money. I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. We'll figure it out. Anyway, you always got to have that reasonable person around, right? You got to have the dreamers, you know, Uh, like Like, me. And then you got to have the the people who actually get You got to have the reality people that pull us back down and go, hey, wait a minute. Right. And then I'm usually (laughs) on to my next thing before I finish something. So he's the one who actually gets these things done. And then he also has ideas to your stuff. But I will say him and Janice are the the engine of this company for sure. Sure. I'm just a pretty face, uh, but I know. No, that's uh, what that's why I tell my wife all the time. She's the <laughs> she's the one that gets shit done in the company, and I'm the I'm the pretty face. I'm the dancing monkey out front. So yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I feel that for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we so Houston and Austin, right? We pretty quickly expanded yeah. into Dallas, um, San Antonio, all the way out okay. to El Paso, all the way up to Amarillo, nice. Christy. Like so, we kind of span all over Texas. Well. Uh, in 20, the beginning of this year in January, um, I posted a video and it was everything we had done in 2022. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot. Okay. It was how we had added, we had given out 31,000 leads to our agents. We had sold over 300 wow. signs. We we had, our agents had done over 17,000 car washes, right? We had done all these things and it was just kind of a really cool video. Mm-hmm. All the stuff we're doing. And they get this email from somebody I used to work with um, at, at EXP. And, uh, and he says, uh, when I, when I was there and he says, um, he goes, you know, I've been following your brand for for a little while now. I actually Mm -hmm. love your company. Um, how do I get involved? And now let me tell you something. This, this isn't just an email from some other agent. Yeah. Uh, So Sam was actually the vice president of growth at eXp Realty. Wow. And uh, he and I joined right around the same time when I was at eXp. eXp, well, when I joined, I was one of the first 500 agents with that company. Uh, and so I was the only one in Houston. And it's, and it's explosively grown since then. Yeah. Now, you know, I think they're at 80 something thousand, right? So, yeah. um, and so, uh, and when he joined, I think they had around 1,500. Well, he helped bring them from 1,500 to about 65,000. Good God. So he is, his whole thing is, you know, he is really good at sharing messages with people. He knows, mm. he, it's not that he's a recruiter because I, he's not a recruiter like a normal recruiter. It's just so weird. He, uh, Sam is the kind of person he knows what's next. He hmm. just he just knows. I don't know how he's like the, like an Oracle or something for real estate. Like he knows the next thing. And so a lot of people listen to him. I listen to him. Everybody listens to him because he's just, you know, he's one of those people. 
And so he's really good at telling people, hey, this is the next thing, and then bringing them along with him on the ride. So when he joined us, I thought, oh, my God, we're the next thing. Yeah. If he thinks that we're the next thing, then we, then we must be because this is what he does, right? And he did this with other companies, too, and he's been, you know, in, in, in growing brokerages. He's been involved in that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so um, he, by the time this comes out, he'll be uh, – made his official announcement, so I don't mind announcing it to you first. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, so – Got the scoop. This is awesome. Absolutely. So if you take us from uh, – and, and by the way, so it's only been a week that we've, um, you know, been kind of engaging in, in actually mm-hmm. – brokerages and, and in that time uh we are moving to other states now so we've already kind of okay. spoken with brokerages and um and he's helped us in that and we're, we're going to be growing to other states we've assembled a team together for expansion and that's led nice. by by chris uh who's going to bring us to these other states and uh so right now we have a, a couple two maybe three brokerages in california so okay. we're going to california nevada we're going to nevada uh we have brokerages that want to join us and are ready to join us mm. and Florida, New York State, Colorado, Texas, uh, Texas uh, oh my God, I'm missing somewhere, um, New Mexico, Nevada, California, and then um, eventually, I, I don't know if we'll have this announced by then, but I'll say it anyway, Canada, we've actually assembled a team for Canada as well. Brilliant. So our, our goal is to be, you know, a nationwide household mm-hmm. name within the next five years. And That's so, fantastic. And, I, and and so Sam, by the way, and I won't announce the other people, but I, let me tell you this. Sam actually has brought in people that do what he does and has done with other companies. So nice. For, I will say they're, they're building a team instead of just him being the, the Oracle. It's a whole team. These are the builders. So yeah. I will say he maybe is. He's like the general contractor. Hmm. And they, these people are the builders, and they've built nice. for the top five brokerages. Four out of five of them are covered by these people. It's a group of six people. Wow. They have built, you know, four out of five of the top brokerages they have brought into new markets themselves. This is what mm-hmm. they do. And so we have been connected with them. You know, they trust Sam like I do. And then when they saw it, we just actually had a meeting the other day, and uh, they were like, Sam, you're right. This is, there's nothing out there. A, a couple of them mm-hmm. have done nothing. They've been waiting around to see what the next big thing is. And they haven't really seen anything that really drew their eye. And there's of course, new brands that have come along, but nothing mm-hmm. that really like what, yeah. what well, it's the same, it's the same old thing with a different name on it. Right. And we have, or they just have one little differentiator. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, our whole concept is unique. So it's a totally yeah. different concept and it comes from a totally different place too. just the core foundation of the why do we exist? You know, you should know your why, you know, so hmm. uh, our whole why is different. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so, uh, but we're like, this is totally different. We are actually having people come out of retirement. Wow. To build this brand. People who have built huge international companies and they brought on tens and tens of thousands of agents into hmm. these companies yeah. are now joining, coming out of retirement to build this brand because they believe in it so much. And by the way, these are not people that we've hired. It's not like we yeah. just borrowed a bunch of money. We're a debt-free company. We've yeah. not borrowed anything. So we, we started this whole company with a with an Amex with a five thousand dollar limit. Okay, <laughs> That's how we started. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so these are people who are in. They're actually investing in our company. Their time mm. and their money, and they're going to be enjoying, you know, the perks of revenue share and things like that as we go on and and the agreements we set up with them. But these are not people we've just hired. Yeah. These are people who come out of retirement. They're spending yeah. their time, their money, building our brand. Well, they're they're, they're believers. Absolutely. They're, they're, you've got something that they can believe in, and they're 
they're believers which is about, awesome. man, i'm on this call right so talk about major imposter syndrome i'm sitting there and i'm looking at all these people and they're like yeah 30 years ago i built this for this top <laughs> two brokerage and uh and I, we we brought in this many people and that many people on that brokerage this one and that one and the other one's like oh yeah i ran a team with this many thousand people and i owned this territory and i did this and i'm sitting here going i'm just some guy like in yeah. my mind i'm like I, i'm sure everybody has that feeling you know i'm just some guy who started a brokerage a year and a half ago mm-hmm. you know in in not even houston katie texas you know yeah. like from his house it was just <laughs> it was during the pandemic and i'm like <laughs> Like thinking about how much I want something different and, and I'm talking to, you know, to my husband, I'm talking to my sister, I'm, I'm talking to agents and, and, and seeing like, is there an appetite for this? Is this an, is this a thing? Yeah. I have this idea, but is anybody else on the same page as I am? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, but I'll say that, that I, I do think that's true that you can't do anything great alone. There's just no way I could have done what we've done so far alone. Uh, and 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 to go where we're going alone, and I think it's really about bringing the right people. And this, yeah. is the right people. This is mm-hmm. these are people who, when executives at other brokerages, CEOs of other big brokerages, well-known people see this, they're going to be like, huh? <laughs> yeah. what? So it's uh, it really is a game changer. So we are. I'm really excited about the growth. Um, we are not trying to grow for growth's sake. We're not one of those brokerages where all we do is recruit and just you know, and mm-hmm. that's known for and all that stuff that's not what we're doing we're we actually have really set this up to grow and to bring on the absolute best people well but i mean it it, you're also doing things that you know the typical realtor is you know okay well i'm here for a while and then uh, okay it wasn't what i thought i'm gonna go to the next place the next place i mean you you have something nobody else is doing right so you're gonna if you hire the right people they're gonna be around for a long time Yes, because um, I a lot of these other firms, I just don't see them. I mean, they might have to do something to compete, but I just don't see them changing their their strategy or their spots. Right. And I know that yeah. one of one of the people we brought on, she said, you know, well, there's going to be people who might try to copy some stuff. I said, yeah. look, they can add a digital billboard. They can yeah. add some AI software. They can add healthcare. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? We have like five more things we're rolling out this year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we're just going to keep doing more and more. More and more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not short of ideas. None of us are. We're not short of ideas, right? So, and and so I've said this before because I've had people steal my ideas and steal my words and, and things like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, you know, you can you can steal my ideas, but you know, you can't steal my next idea. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Yeah, so, I'm really creative. I'll figure yeah, this out. Yeah. Don't worry. I have so many. I have a whole notebook dedicated to ideas. Okay. Stuff that'll never happen because yeah. I don't have the time or the will or it's a bad idea, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's no shortage of new things that we can do. And by the time you catch up to us, we'll already be three years ahead. So, that's so amazing. go ahead and try. But that's, and you know, I really actually, when I see people doing cool stuff, I actually like it. There are people yeah. out there who see it as competition. I actually really enjoy it because for one, it pushes me, right? That's what capitalism mm-hmm. is all about, right? Yeah. So uh, so it pushes us to be better for, for our agents uh, and to offer more or to offer mm-hmm. more for less. Uh, but also it um, it helps the agents as a whole, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's a great benefit to, to everybody having a brokerage that does what we're doing. You know, I still don't think, let me say this, even as many benefits as they add, if they added every benefit we had, they wouldn't be us. And here's why. Yeah. It's the reactive approach. Mm. People don't always go when they have a question. They don't want to look stupid. Yeah. 
Like, it's like being in a restaurant. You know, you have bad service. Your food tastes bad. There are people who send it back. It's people who want to speak to the manager. But most people are just going to suck it up and, okay, I just won't come back again. Yes, exactly. They vote with their feet, right? They just don't come back. They vote with their wallets. They don't come back. And that happens to real estate agents all the time. You're at a brokerage. No one cares if you're there. You have a problem. You don't want to reach out. You don't want to be the squeaky wheel. You don't want to be seen as a complainer. And even people who do complain, a lot of times you're, I'm not a big complainer, but yeah. you know, nobody wants to be the complainer. I mean, there's a few people who who relish yeah. that kind of Who live life. by it, but yeah. yeah. I also live in Boston. Trust me, I live there. Uh, but, uh, you know, where, they, where, they, where there's a complaint and I'm going to air it right now. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I will say um, that most people, they just leave and don't come back. And so uh, so we try to take a, a proactive approach, kind of the equivalent mm-hmm. of the manager coming to the table saying, hey, is everything okay here? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. She forgot my tortillas, man. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we have these, these mentors, they are not supposed to just sit back and wait for someone. Hey, call me. Yeah. If you need me. They actually call their mentees and say, Hey, what are you doing? What are you working on? Here was our goal that we set last week. What'd you do today to get, get towards mm-hmm. it? You need to work on, it. I thought you were going to call this person. You need to call that person, work your leads. Let's, let's get a cat. Let's get a setup on the calendar to do some in-depth training on the MLS or, or on the software, something, right? So their their job is is to be proactive. And as mm-hmm. we grow into these other markets, the first thing we're looking for are mentors. And we don't yeah, just bring yeah. on anybody. We're we're literally running ads on like Indeed and stuff to hire these mentors mm-hmm. and to bring them in and say, hey, like these are real mentors. There's no quiz involved. <laughs> you, just, you know, there's no yeah, online yeah. certification yeah. course. These are people that are mentors already. A lot of them are brokers or they bring okay. or they, you know, they have that experience in doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of them had their own brokerage at some point, you yeah. know? And so, uh, yeah, so that's, we're trying to build this, um, this, this hierarchy of support. So you have just so many support levels. You have, you have your mentors, you have the mm-hmm. licensed supervisor, you have the broker, you have, uh, we have a concierge team of assistants that do work for you. We have, you know, all of these different levels, so you always have somebody you know mm. you can turn to, and then yeah. there's people actually reaching out to you as opposed mm. to waiting to hear back from you. That is brilliant. Yeah. Well, I'm just it's so excited for you. I mean, it's 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 amazing what you're doing. Um, it's needed. Um, from what I've seen, <laughs> I've got a lot of friends that are realtors, and I've you know, like I said, I watch them bounce from firm to firm to firm to firm, and you know, it's just. Uh, it you know it's not going to be any greener someplace else you're going to just bounce to the next one that it's just a different color of green yeah uh, as you sure. as you bounce out so it, it's exciting to see what y'all are doing and I'm, I'm glad you uh you shared that with us today and uh we'll be the one that scoops the world um uh, as this gets out so i'm so excited for that um josh thank you for being on today yeah i uh, really appreciated uh your your story and and certainly what's going on in your world. Absolutely. And if I can give any advice to any entrepreneurs out there yep. who are thinking about starting their own business and you have just a $5,000 credit card and a big yeah. idea that it would cost way too much money you could ever possibly afford, uh, my best advice is don't listen to anyone. No one. Absolutely yeah. no one. If you have an idea, just do it because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, People come from a place of good, and I can't even tell you how many people told me to sell my business when I had 10 agents mm-hmm. uh, or, or something like that, or don't do this, just join this and do that. And you know what? You'll never scratch that itch if you don't just do it, and don't, don't take advice from – I hate to say that, even if they're experts. Don't take their advice. 
You know what you're supposed to be doing. Just follow it and keep working and don't give up. Because like, I will tell you the number one thing that almost derailed this company was advice. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of the worst things you could possibly do is seek out advice. It's funny because I went through a, a training program because uh, I'm, I'm launching a real estate operation out of one of my companies and uh, and focusing on wholesaling. And I'm talking to realtors and every one of them. Yeah. And the, the guy is funny going through the course. The guys are like, yeah, yeah I mean, realtors are going to be your biggest enemy because they're going to everybody's going to say you can't do what you're going to do. And I'm like, Yep. Everybody I've talked to. Nope. Nope. Can't be done. Nope. 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 And I'm like, uh, we're already closing deals. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I was told that we couldn't scale. Yeah. Not possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People ask us, how, how do you guys make money? I'm like, what are you talking about? We charge. We just, we don't spend it all. We keep our expenses. Yeah. How does any company make money? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. We charge for our services. We don't, we don't spend money on stupid shit. And <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, what, what do you mean? We make money, we spend it, we keep the profits. I don't understand yeah. that whole. How, what? What's the catch? I'm like, you got to have a real estate license, and you gotta, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like a yeah. we got to hire you. I yeah. don't know. and, and yeah. you got to work. You can't yeah. just sit around on your butt. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I was. I've definitely heard all of that. That no, it can't be yep. done. So, no, can't be done. Nope, nope, nope. Why don't nope. you try? Have you thought about doing this thing instead? And that mm-hmm. was probably the worst one because you think maybe. And yeah. now I've gotten to the point where, and I, I love all my friends and family, but whenever somebody says, you know, have you thought about doing this or why don't you try this or whatever, I say, oh, it's a great idea. And I never, I just go, mm-hmm. no, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. It's not my vision. Just stick with your vision. Whatever yeah. your vision is, if it's not that, don't do it. And you know what? That way, if you fail, at least it was your thing that failed and it mm-hmm. wasn't because of somebody else that you're going to then hold accountable or resent or, or whatever. Just ignore anybody unless they're saying, wow, you're doing great. Yep. <laughs> Just say thanks, but no thanks. You know, and kind of yeah. uh, thank you for the advice. I'll take that into account as yeah. I go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, it, and Josh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, let's say an agent that's out there or a brokerage that's looking for a new home, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, yeah, so um, join epic.com, E-P-I-Q-U-E, uh, because it has all of our benefits, everything everything on there, but it also has ways to schedule meetings with me to to mm-hmm. find out more, to attend a webinar. I mean, everything's on that one site. So yeah. uh, join epic.com. Beautiful. Well, thanks for being on. Um, and folks, uh, I just this is a, such a cool story. And I love telling the stories of entrepreneurs that are out there. So um, if you're an agent, you're looking for a new home, um, you know where to go. And always, every two days, every Tuesday and Thursday, we do these shows. So we look forward to seeing you back next time. And y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.